Hey there, and welcome to Life as a Bee, the podcast. I'm the bee, Kelsey. Here, we talk about all things life, the struggles, the insights, and everything the human experience offers in between. Basically, each week I'm touching on themes that come up in my own personal life and sharing them with you. So let's connect on the process. Thanks for listening. This week, advice I would give my younger self. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Life as a Bee podcast. It's been a hot minute, um, more like two months uh, since I recorded an episode. And I mean, I have excuses if you want to hear them, but I know an excuse is an excuse. But yeah, life kind of took over there for a little while and that's okay. I allowed for it to happen. I was uh, settling into some changes. I got a new J-O-B. So um, I was working through kind of alchemating that into my life. And yeah, I uh, I was just living life, I guess. I kind of recognized that I started this podcast in a time when I was really uh, confused and going through some stuff. I mean, honestly, I was pretty... Um, open about it in the previous episodes I guess like not so conspicuous but um yeah I was like going through a bit of like a breakup air quotes added in there um with a human and uh this podcast was kind of like my processing and then I guess I got to a place where I wasn't really processing it anymore and I was okay with what it was and my grieving was done, and I felt good, and I was just living, but I also don't have a podcast that only comes around when I'm not doing well, and not that I wasn't doing well, it was just I was in a period of uncertainty, and yeah, I'm doing good, and I have been thinking about uh, recording an episode for a while, and I guess it's just when sometimes when things aren't going great, I feel inspired because I need to talk and I need to express. And then when things do get good, uh, you get comfortable. And then there's not as much of a pull for me, at least, to produce things because I'm in a state of comfort. And uh, yeah, that's something that I've recognized in myself. And I need to and I want to continue to create and to push myself and to be vulnerable and put myself out there in all parts of my life and yeah I've just been like I said living so that's where I'm at um and yeah I guess I had a couple ideas for how I was going to come back and what I was going to talk about and I was doing an oracle card reading because if you know me, you know I'm super woo-woo and I don't mean that in an offensive way. Some people think it's offensive, that's just my terminology, my language, but I love all this mystical stuff and I uh, did an oracle card reading, it was earth magic by um Stephen oh shoot I should have wrote it down something because I want to read out what this one card that I pulled three times three out of three in the past three readings I've done um means because 
uh, it just like hits the nail on the head. And I think that this is a really beautiful segue into things I'm going to discuss deeper into this episode. So yeah, I was doing an oracle card reading tonight and I um, will typically do an oracle card reading and then set the card out as a reminder. I have this lovely like card holder. Actually, um, Kristen's husband, who was on the last episode of the podcast or the last guest episode of the podcast, um, he made it and it's, yeah, it's my little tarot card holder and I um, placed it there and I was looking at it and I was like, I think it's time for a new one and I shuffled up the deck and lo and behold, that card is the one that literally fell out again. So I laughed because that's like the third, maybe the fourth time that that card's popped out and the card is Winter Solstice Reflection and I never took the time to actually look at what it meant or read the details of it because I just like the cards one of my favorite things about this particular deck is sometimes it's just obvious what they mean and it's intuitive and it says winter solstice and reflection so I was kind of like yeah 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 I know I need to reflect it's been like 2019 has been quite a year of evolving and growth for me in such a beautiful way actually I had a moment a couple days ago where I was like this year has actually been so beautiful all the things that it's brought forward and all the relationships it's brought forward and all the things that it's brought out of me and even though I went through like I said this breakup it brought so many good things to me so many good people so many good lessons so many good parts of myself and now I'm in a place where I really feel that I mean I think I knew it all along but I actually really feel it and I feel calm and at peace with where that landed anyways so yeah the card was reflection and as I was saying I was just kind of blew it off a little bit I wasn't like actually leaning into what it was telling me so tonight when I got the card I actually was like okay I'm gonna read actually what it says in the book Um, the little book you get with it because I feel like I'm not picking up on something. So this is the little excerpt from the book and I'm going to write in the notes the oracle deck uh, because these are not my words. They just uh, are something that I feel like I want to share with you. So reflection. Review the past year and ask yourself what the most important lessons you have learned are. What have you accomplished and what dreams and visions you want to manifest in the upcoming year? Whether it has been a relatively smooth ride or a challenging series of events, acknowledge your existence as being the work of source, no matter what your judgment fears or joys are. Honor whatever has happened over the previous several months with gratitude and forgiveness then let it go. Allow yourself some solitude so you can spend some quiet, slow time in reflection. Once you feel comfortable, reflect on your present life, especially focusing on what you are grateful for. When when you are finished, consider what is to come, all the different possibilities and potential that exists before you. Allow your imagination and see see, see what shows up. Notice how you feel in your body in whatever scenario plays out in your mind. These are previews of that which is and can manifest and grow. And when cared for properly, patience and stillness is called for. For just as the earth cycles have their own place, so does this cycle. 
So, sorry, I stuttered a little bit on that. I wrote it out and I can't even read my own writing. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought that that was such like a beautiful thought, like a, I guess a reflection to think about everything that has happened this year and the year's kind of wrapping up. We're into November and um, it's time to kind of start thinking about all the things that we've cultivated throughout the year and all the things that we're wanting to bring forth into the new 2020, the new decade. And um, I mean, the light, as like they said, as there's cycles with the earth, there's always cycles with life and we're always growing and we're always changing and we're always letting go and evolving. And this for me in particular is very much been like in motion with the year, like the things that's happened throughout the year started in January and it's kind of now coming to an end and we're going to be at that year mark. So that I thought was really beautiful and then just thinking about how I have taken a break with the podcast and I've taken a break with a lot of things and kind of like I said was just living and being quiet I almost felt um in a different way than not just like staying at home and being quiet but I was just being quiet with myself I kind of I feel like I've taken a bit of a backseat but I'm still moving forward it's hard to explain but I, the way that this described it is to allow yourself some solitude so you can spend some quiet, slow time in reflection. And I feel like I have been in that reflection period um, in a deeper way lately. And yeah. So with that being said and that being written out today, I want to talk about advice I would give my younger self. So stay tuned. Advice I would give my younger self. So I have a very different perspective on this, I guess. Um, and I know that that's the concept is kind of just fun and games because it's all like a metaphorically speaking, like what would you tell your younger self? But the way I like to see it is, I, if, if I physically could go back and tell my younger self certain things, I wouldn't because then I wouldn't be able to tell myself those things. It's almost like everything in my life has happened to bring me to this moment. And it's almost like, what are the experiences that my younger self have taught me to live in today? If that makes sense. Um, what parts of my younger self do I see? And what did they bring forward for me to to step into this new version or this new part of me? Um, yeah, the experiences that I went through when I was younger really have brought me to where I am. And I'm so grateful for them, all of them. And even if they were hard, my teenage years just, I don't like have the fondest of memories and it's uh all good because without that without that version of myself I wouldn't be this version of myself so I wrote out a list of all the things that she taught me um and that I walk in now a little bit more confidently and sure of so the first thing speaking of being more sure and more confident is that uncertainty is certain and that is something that all my experiences have taught me and as I get older and I think you start to see this as you're older that every no one knows what they're doing and 
we're all in, go through phases of uncertainty and that uncertainty is going to be certain and the older you get and the more experiences you have the more comfortable you become with this notion and the more comfortable you become with your uncertainty because you start to learn that this is part of life and that uncertainty is such a beautiful thing and as life goes in its ups and downs that certainty will come back and it's almost like you recognize that you need those periods of uncertainty and questioning to further come into a deeper certainty and a deeper knowing so that is the first thing the second thing is that people pleasing ain't helping no one especially the people pleaser i um i struggle with people pleasing that I think a lot of people do and I think a lot especially a lot of women um I know men do too so I don't want to categorize there but in my experiences all I know is that people pleasing just builds connections and relationships out of a fakeness and um an imbalance there's a resentment there from the people pleaser because they feel like they have to give so much to be liked um and it's their own doing it's my own doing and there is um a lack of genuineness in the relationship and connection because you aren't coming from a place of truth you're coming from a place of i need to do a b and c so this person will like me um yeah and it's just it's not good uh it's a hard thing and it's something that we're all like need to work through something that I need to continue to work through and have that practice in but I catch myself doing it all the time like just doing small things that um are acts of kindness but also they come from a place of I need to do this so this person will like me um I need to uh go out of my way not because I necessarily want to do it but because I feel like if I don't this person isn't going to um want me in their lives and yeah it's the awareness of it and I catch myself a lot of the times after the fact but hey it's part of life and I know that um it's not helping anyone it's not helping me so there you go thank you younger self for the experiences and showing me that my people pleasing habits are not helping me and in turn not helping the other person that is involved in the situation and with that the next thing that I've learned throughout my experiences in life is that putting your energy into unbalanced and not reciprocated friendships and connections is also a waste of my time a waste of anyone's time I think the older you get the less time you actually have um, to spend with these people in your life and it's important to give that energy to the relationships that fill you up the, the relationships that give you energy the relationships that give you that life and instead of the ones that deplete it um And I think that there's big lessons in my life about finding relationships that are balanced and finding relationships that are built off of just two people that just want each other in each other's lives. Friendships, family, romantically. There doesn't need to be a reason aside from the fact that we just vibe. We get each other. Um, And then those acts of service or kindness come out of a place of genuineness. And because 
that person in that relationship has filled you up so much that you are so happy to reciprocate that energy. And I think that there's something so magical about connections that are reciprocal and um, giving those ones the life and the energy because that is like where the true deep, deep, deep shit happens. The next thing that my experiences my 28 years, almost 29 years of experience have taught me is that being unapologetically yourself and authentically you can be really, really, really hard in certain situations, but it is also one of the best things that you can do for yourself to show up unapologetically and authentically and in that vulnerability of who you are In my experiences, every time that I have done that, so many good things have come from that. And when I look back at times when I was trying to be something else, um, especially when I was younger, trying to be somebody else or something else so that I could be accepted, that is when nothing falls into place. And even if things do fall into place, they very quickly fall out of place because I can't pretend um not good at it I remember when I was little like probably in elementary school and I remember all the girls would like sing Britney Spears songs and I just never like liked Britney Spears and nothing against her I just like didn't connect to the music and I remember I would try so hard to like sing along and I mean it's just a silly example but like don't if you don't want to don't like do what feels right to you find the music that feels right to you wear the clothes that feel right to you don't wear things or be a certain way because the other kids are doing it or because the other I guess because this is advice to myself from my younger self like don't dress a certain way don't wear a certain color because someone says oh you should wear like this color more often like if you want to wear what you want to wear I love wearing black and uh yeah I don't know like that's just me I love it so I'm gonna do it be you and I know that that is so hard sometimes and even as I like step deeper into being an adult and like approaching that 30 mark it's like it gets easier but it's still hard sometimes it is and like I really admire the people that are able to do that 100% of the time because for me it is definitely a huge practice and it's super evolving like I feel like it's funny that you come into this age, you get to this age and you think you're just going to have it all figured out and you slowly start to realize that that is not the case. You like think at 21, you're like, oh, sure. When you're 16, you're like 21 for sure. I'm going to know who I am. I'm going to know. I'm going to have life sorted out. You get to 21 and you're like, okay, 25, 25. Yeah, I'm going to have it all figured out. I got this. We got a couple years to like get life together. You like get to 25 and then you're like, okay, 26, okay, 27. And then it's like, for me at least, I eventually realized that, yeah, no, this is just a journey and like every day is an evolution and you've discovered different parts of you and uh, always learning who we are and just to show up in that like authentic version of who you are in that moment. Um such a practice but such advice that I tell myself almost every day um, when I catch myself struggling with that (laughs) the next piece of advice is a little bit off topic from 
not off topic, but just a little bit of a different category from what we've been talking about. And for me, that is food is not the enemy. I have struggled for the majority of my life with eating and a relationship with food. And I am pretty open about it now. And I am in a phase where I'm working about being more vocal about it. But I currently have a very healthy relationship with food and exercise and diet and body image and it wasn't always that way um and I think that through my experiences of struggling with that it's like I have come into a deeper love for myself and a deeper appreciation for food I kind of go by this mentality of like eat whatever you want because when you fall into that place of self-love at least for me you're surprised by the food choices you make. I feel like when I was in an unhealthy place, eating whatever I wanted, I was binging because I was so deprived. I was depriving myself and I was eating so unhealthy because I was in this like lack mentality. Whereas now I eat what I want and it's balanced and I don't stress about it anymore because I I shock myself even, even though it's been a couple years since I've like really been deep in the struggle of that I still catch myself like sometimes being shocked by like my choices and my food like my food choices or like stopping eating when I'm full like I'll catch myself and be like whoa I didn't overeat but like I'm like you haven't overeaten in like a very long time but it's funny that I still catch myself in like disbelief of those moments and yeah it's the same thing goes with like working out work out when you want to work out in those moments when it feels good do it but don't force yourself because then it just builds up this resentment and um it's not a healthy relationship to have when you're working out for the wrong reasons if you're working out to look a certain way or eating to look a certain way it's a it's something deeper and I think through my experiences and those struggles in my younger self I am able to show up as I am in my body with the food choices I make with the exercise choices I make very confidently and almost um, in a way that is so deeply connected to me but I know without the struggle of the confusion and the restriction and the binging and the self-loathing I wouldn't be where I am today. So thank you, younger self, for getting me where you got me because I actually am so happy with that part of my life and my relationship with that part of myself. All right, and it's a new night. I um, had to cut my podcasting short last night and I wanted to finish my thought. So maybe it sounds different. Maybe it doesn't and I'm just expecting exposed myself but podcasting in parts from my bedroom um late at night and uh I wanted to give my final sorry I'm moving my blankets I wanted to give my final lesson that my younger self taught me and that is this too shall pass in all areas of life I find I often tell myself this when I'm going through a harder time and I remember One time when I was in university, I was sitting at this desk in this class and it was a bit of a more challenging period in my life. And I think I've talked about that on the podcast about how I moved away from home, really far away from home. And you're like 17 and you're just, you're confused. And I was at the peak of like really just not loving myself. And um, I looked down at this desk and I took a picture, I remember, and I still have that picture. And 
the desk, on the desk, someone had written on the desk. It wrote, everything will be okay. It if it is not okay, it is not the end. And I've kind of held that with me throughout the rest of my life. And it's one of those things where it's like everything will be balanced and everything's going to be okay. And when you're going through a hard time, this too shall pass. But also when you're going through a good time, this too shall pass. And it's that whole idea that life is a roller coaster and life is full of ups and downs and all of it is passing. And the, the greatest disservice we can do for ourselves is to hold on to anything that is not now and that mantra this too shall pass is something that I hold with me in times when I'm going through something good when I'm going through something bad when things are uncertain or things are certain this too shall pass because life is constantly moving and we are constantly moving with life and to be in anything but the moment that is now allowing us to miss the moment and it's like that saying in a moment this moment will be gone and just to be in it, be in life, be in the good, be in the bad. And of course, it's okay to have memories and moments and to look back and that's such a beautiful thing and to see where life has taken you. That's what I'm doing like pretty much right now. But also to recognize that those moments are gone in the sense that we can't go back to them. We can't go back to that feeling or that exact feeling or that exact relationship or that exact, I don't know, situation I mean, those feelings might come back, but they too shall pass. And we can't always be looking forward to the future because then we're missing what's happening right now. It's wonderful, like I said, like the same way it is to have memories and experiences. It's also wonderful to have goals and aspirations and feel driven to certain things and to work towards those. But when that's what we're always focusing on and we don't know how to be in the moment, that is when we lose sight of it all and that saying in the end everything will be okay kind of to me embodies that idea of balance that everything's going to be okay and life is always going to be okay if we just live in the moment and live and understand what this moment right now is giving us um yeah so that is my lessons that my younger self taught me let's see if I can go through them all Um, the first one is certainty. Oh, backwards. Uncertainty is the only certainty. People pleasing isn't helping anyone. Be unapologetically and authentically yourself, even if it's fucking hard. It's worth it. Food is not the enemy and actually having a healthy balanced relationship with food and not one out of restriction is one of the most beautiful things that you can do for yourself. It's one of the greatest resources that we have. Um, And the last one, I believe, is this too shall pass. So hopefully I got them all. I guess I'll figure it out in editing if I didn't. Um, Yeah, I'm back, I guess, but also I don't want to force these episodes to come out once a week if that's just not where I'm at. I have a lot of really exciting things happening right now um, that I'm really excited to share a little bit more about. But for today, this was just some thoughts that were floating around in my head and have been floating around in my head. And I wanted to get them out and share because that's how I do things. I like to express and I like to 
put it out there and I'm working on that throat chakra and that solar plexus and being in my worth about putting out the way I see things. So thank you so much for listening, guys. And until next time, bye.